In three, two, one. Welcome back, everyone, to a new segment in the Bad Buns podcast called Hot Off the Steamer. Yep, so here we are. We're doing this 15-minute to 20-minute long segment on basically rapid-fire ideas of what we think about either hot topics going on in society or just things we come up with. So how's everyone doing, by the way? You know, we've uh, it's been a while since we did our podcasting, so... Uh, is everyone good? Everyone all right? It's, uh, yeah. Still alive. Can't complain. <laughs> alive. So. <laughs> I, mean, I see chilling. Lauren, so I, I guess what? I kind of know how she is. I see you all the time. Yeah, I was chilling. Yeah. Well, all right, guys. So today, our first topic uh, going into the this new segment, uh, we're going to be talking about something that's been, um, I would say, revolutionary in the world right now. You know, it's a, it's a very hot topic, uh, but we're going to try to navigate this a little bit more delicately. Uh, it's going to be how us as Asian Americans are uh, navigating the conversation of Black Lives Matter with our parents, right? I think um, on social media, there's a bunch of these going on. Uh, there's, lit- I think, like letters in every Asian language about like um, Black Lives and uh, what the movement's about and how Asian Americans are starting to get into it. So um yeah how have you guys been navigating this conversation with your parents or have you had conversations with your parents about this uh i have had conversations just kind of explaining it because they don't understand like what's going on um kind of when it peaked their interest was kind of when all the like the uh like the raids or like the breaking ins and stuff was happening and it it was kind of weird to explain to them that it's that it's kind of like a side effect of the um you know, the, the protests and like the, the peaceful protests, there's people are just mm-hmm. taking advantage of the opportunity, but um, kind of explain to them kind of what triggered this, you know, the kind of the years of um, all this going on, uh, police brutality, and then kind of with, with the most recent things going on, it kind of like just tipped everything over the edge. Um, and it's kind of, it's, so it's hard and it's easy to explain to them. Um, I think, all like um, Asian parents that weren't born here kind of have have some ingrained racism in them. Um, I, I think you guys can um, ha- either have similar experiences or not. Um, but yeah, my parents also do, you know, nails, right? So they do nails for more people of color. So those that's their client base. So that's a lot of their friends, a lot of their customers and stuff like that. So they're used to it. But things they see in the news, things they see in... Um, kind of like especially like Vietnamese news they, they kind of push like a hidden agenda um so it's kind of it's kind of gross so when they they watch that stuff they just believe what they see on that news um so kind of just telling them like what how it really is and stuff like that it's just easier to explain so I, I kind of see cause my mom still does nails and or not nails um eyelashes for some of her customers like some of her um, repeat customers and I, I can see her like open up dialogue and kind of kind of seeing from their end like how they feel you know what's going on and stuff so um you know they, they've definitely opened up more um compared to like say like maybe high school or middle school um where you know definitely some uh some racism in there <laughs> would you say it's more like ignorant type racism or would you say it's like they're I guess in most cases, it's more like ignorance, right? Like they just don't have a lot of like communication with black communities and stuff. So it's hard to say not a lot of communication because that's, you know, 
for so many years, that's who they're working with for, right? Mm, they're, no, that's true. You know, yeah. that's their clientele. So they kind of understand like the lingo to a degree and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, it was, it was kind of daunting back in like high school playing sports, you know, bringing like teammates home and being like, hey, you know, um, low key might be giving you a glare, but don't mind it <laughs> kind of thing. Um, and previously, uh, you know, like, cause, cause Josh, um, you know, repeat, person on the show i used to carpool with him so when he parked at my house i was like hey just you know look out for the glares that don't mind it's just you know you're suspicious looking guy that just parked in front of our house that's that's kind of what it is <laughs> yeah um, what an unfortunate conversation to have. or like uh, like to, to to have to tell someone like hey like they're just gonna look at you but like don't worry about it like that's such an awkward conversation I, to have. i think you have to be like comfortable with that person to a certain degree to be like hey you know um they, they just don't know no better and that, that's just kind of a, a habit, um, right. kind of like protection. Either it's like trauma or something because, you know, um, their, their salon and stuff has been like broken in or like, you know, had conflicts and stuff and they all happen to be the same um, skin tone. So mm-hmm. that, and there comes a bit of trauma there too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you, Lauren? Like, have you had conversations yet or have you kind of. sort of? I mean, like, kind of like Peter, what, what he said, we all, they all kind of have some ingrained racism in them, but mm-hmm. whether or not they know it, like my, specifically my mom, she's kind of hard to talk to about these things because she has her own opinions mm-hmm. and she's very like hard headed and she doesn't fully understand what's happening right now. Um, what also got their attention was the whole looting thing. And my mom's kind of associated with looting with the protests. So she's thinking like, well, you know, these protests are bad because they're just like killing all these businesses all these small businesses all these asian businesses Mm -hmm. she keeps asking things like what about asian people and like Mm -hmm. yeah i mean we do have our struggles asian people but it's not about us right now it's about like african-americans about black americans about Mm -hmm. fighting for their equality and i don't think she fully fully understands what that means Mm -hmm. and this type of struggles that they have just because based on her own like her own experiences growing up and what she learned growing up and kind of all that um i guess her her she's kind of naive a little ignorant to it she doesn't really fully understand what's going on Mm -hmm. so i'm trying to explain these things to her and it's kind of difficult Mm -hmm. she kind of gets it but she kind of doesn't um my dad's a little more open-minded but at the same time he also doesn't fully understand so they have their own opinions they it's kind of hard to change how they already feel about this situation. Mm-hmm. They kind of have that, um, I think what Asian parents come with, especially like the ones that weren't born here is like the whole, you know, I uh, either I snuck over here, I voted over here, started from nothing, mm-hmm. had a struggle, mm-hmm. you know, like no one kind of like, kind of, they're, they're always comparing. That's just what yeah. Asian parents do. They're always mm-hmm. comparing their struggle with someone else's struggle. Right. And if they don't see there's, harder or like they, they can't envision themselves in their shoes because they they did their struggle so they're like you know supposed to be coasting or something yeah yeah, yeah. and um which you know that, that's a really good point you brought up because you know having an asian having an asian american mom and having a immigrant dad uh, i had conversations with both of them so i got like this like really weird in between um like response like mm-hmm. yeah my because my mom's american born right and so when i was talking to her about it like it was it's a much easier way of community not only like language wise but um j- 
just because we're we're more or less on the same wavelength of like mm-hmm. our experiences now like i i definitely grew up way more diverse than she did um you know for her growing up in like chinatown and whatnot so um my when i was trying to explain my experience to her um she was more understanding and she like she she even i mean like yeah sometimes like i catch myself saying things that i like i don't mean but you know like i just it just comes out by accident and but i can understand that like it, it all happens like you know not everyone's perfect um and she's like more or less more understanding but she's definitely more on the conservative side as well like she doesn't um she's not with the violence i don't think a lot of asian people are in general i don't think like we're a very violent group of people like we don't we don't in our history like we don't have like the looting we don't have the um like the 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 heavy protesting like we in in american history at least as asian americans like or for the most part i don't know about it like we don't either we don't talk about it or it's just lost in history and we don't know about it but for the most part like i'm not sure if this ever really happened within our cultures um so I think for them, for our parents' generation, like they don't really, because they haven't been through that, they also don't understand how to navigate through it. Um, whereas like my immigrant dad, you know, he he just doesn't understand like if I came here with nothing and still made something, why can't they? That's like they're, they're missing so much information in between. Yeah. Um, and I, I think a lot of it also is like, you know, historical context and um the different types of struggles and oppression that each group goes through like they think like well it's like you know if i can come here and literally like start a business or i if i can come here and do this this and that and it's like and i now i have like a house and we have families and we have cars and stuff like why like why are they saying like why can't they do the same and you know i've, I've tried explaining it in more ways like where it's like you know it's you, you like you the thing is you're able to come here and just start a business you didn't have to worry about the police, you know, you didn't have to worry about um, like, like maybe drugs or crime or like certain crimes associated with like different um, groups of people. And it's like, they're like, you might have the struggle of like having a hard time starting up, but you, but like, that's, that's a different struggle than they're facing. So I think there's, there's just like a huge cultural disconnect um, when I was talking to my, my dad about it. Cause like he just one he does he hasn't had a lot of interactions with like black america in general like he was saying like i had two coworkers that were black for a very short period of time <laughs> and like he, he didn't even like talk to them or anything so it's like all he gets is information from like you know chinese media um which you know like it it could be very uh could be very um <laughs> racially charged sometimes you know or biased so like that's that's that was my struggle of how like communicating with him about it like because he's like the you know kind of like what you're saying earlier like they write off the experience because of their own like they write off like why can't why can't they do this we did it it's like yeah but you're still missing a huge historical piece of context that didn't apply to you um and they don't understand how that affects like what's going on now with black lives so yeah that's that was my struggle talking to like um my my dad about it but for for the most part i think talking to my mom about it was much more like civil (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah but yeah so 
uh, well, that's kind of what these short takes are about. We just go around in a circle and, <laughs> you know, give y'all how we feel about it within a couple of minutes. So are there any like last minute uh, things you want to leave off on or that you haven't said that you want to say? If not, we're probably going to wrap up this episode. Well, that's that's really all. I think uh, I'm hoping other Asian Americans are having this conversation with their parents. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's hard out there. Um, I know some some points people have been making is you know, especially with like the COVID thing, the racism Asians got during COVID, and kind of using that as fuel to not support this. I think that that's like totally different. That's like you're you're going to judge, you know, a whole community, a whole ethnicity, people of color based on a couple of bad eggs. Um, and it, th- this is like bigger than that um, you know police brutality is insane for sure for sure yeah. like shouldn't be happening to anyone um, you know I think we can we can definitely spin off into a bunch of little mini topics um, you know if if y'all want to hear it let us know drop us down a comment wherever let us know in person um, but yeah with that being said guys you still know where to find us we're doing the short content but it's still going to be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast episodes from. It's also going to be on YouTube. Uh, we're trying to, within, you know, you know, shelter in place, even though it's kind of lifting, um, I don't foresee, you know, more, like, I don't foresee in-person meetups that much. So, um, yeah, we're probably going to keep with this Zoom format for a little bit, but we're going to be uploading onto, like, YouTube. So, uh, you know, you can always catch us in person. Uh, via zoom on youtube uh, if you want to see our faces uh, if you want to hide our faces go on your spotify account uh, go on apple podcast <laughs> sorry yeah. go on our website you know it'll still all be on here uh, but yeah until next time guys see ya bye toodles <laughs>